0: James is getting increasingly uh, more intense and increasingly hotter. I have to say, I know it's, <laughs> I know, I know it's I fucked up, but he's so fucking intense. He's just, like looking around with the gun, and I'm like, damn, fucking Ethan Hawke, Jesus. Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, gorehound Julia Marchesi, delves into my horror movie notebook to corrupt another one of my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror closet. Here. Terry, Terry, I am so excited. We are starting out being excited for for episodes more you and me together oh my again, gosh.
1: like literally, my favorite thing. I missed you over vacation um beginning of the year here, and I'm so happy to see you again. My heart is full. I hope the listeners can hear it. My heart is so full. I get to hang out with my best friend and talk about really creepy things. And I'm
0: so happy. Yay, for it. <laughs> this is why we're best friends. Hello, just <laughs> welcome to horror movies. My mind. <laughs> Hello, disco <laughs> citizens. And let's talk about this week, 2013's The Purge. Title of this episode is Your Soul Has Been Cleansed. Tagline for this movie. If on one night every year you could commit any crime without facing consequences, what would you do? That is a fucking tagline because that makes you think, doesn't it? Like what would you
1: do? I probably would just like, I would want to stay home. I would be so scared of like what other people (laughs) would do to me. That's the scary part. I I think that's the thing about the purge. You're like, oh, that's a great idea in theory. But then you're like, but anyone else can do anything to me too. Uh, Yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: I feel like I would I, I have anyone who knows me well know that like underneath the cute uh exterior is violence in my heart. <laughs> it's it's true. Uh and I feel like I mean, for someone who had a birthday party
1: where literally you just broke shit for yeah. like an hour with all your friends and got I mean, I I could see that in you and having that kind of like, like let's just go break some sure. windows somewhere and like get this I mean, right. I, I started a, like, I started a fight rage. club,
0: so you know, these are the things that we're talking about. So uh but we don't talk about fight club. Um, I feel like I I would, <laughs> I have people on my list that I would fucking murder. No, I wouldn't murder. I would beat up. Is beating up okay? Beating up's okay, right? It's like I, yeah. there's not that murder. Let's not say murder. I wouldn't go that far. I don't just feel like I'm you, a like, killer. to punch in the face. Like I just want to punch yes. him in the face, like nice and, and good. then no repercussions. Yeah. Like maybe punch in the face and run away. Yeah. That sounds a little bit. <laughs> A little, a little bit more. Uh, no murdering. Uh, so this movie was written and directed by James DeMonaco. Uh So we open with uh, title cards: America, twenty twenty two. Hey, unemployment. I know. I was like, oh, right now. And then reading the title card, I was like, too yeah, real. It's, it's. Uh, th- I mean, and that's the thing that's terrifying about this movie is that it's, it's not that far fetched, right? It doesn't go that far out of the realm of possibilities. Like, literally going through this last week,
1: watching, like, January 6th, like, rehash stuff and, like, anniversary stuff and then watching footage and then going into, like, watching this kind of simultaneously in the same day. Um,
0: that's a lot. Yeah, but, to, you know, to have a movie where America is the enemy, like, fuck yeah, that's kind of awesome. Okay, so title cards. America 2022. Unemployment is at 1%. Crime is at an all-time low. Violence barely exists ex- with one exception. And then we have the new uh, founding fathers, blessed be the new founding fathers for letting us purge and cleanse our souls. Blessed be America, a nation reborn. Yeah, so yikes. So it's interesting because we're watching this as Americans and it. I just, I would like to make clear that as Americans, this movie is probably just as terrifying, if not more terrifying than you're watching it outside of America, because I know, yeah. yes. <laughs>
1: Yes. Oh, yes. I know. I mean, I think you're thinking about the time when we lived in England when we met. I know we talk about it a lot in the show, but I think it's very formative, I think, to how we see America having to be in England. And we were there during Bush uh, administration, uh, W, uh, while we lived there. And like, just people being like, what are you guys doing over there? What's going on? Like, as like, you know, things seemed very strange or like, you know, as as this was all happening. And people asking us questions like, what is up with America? And we're like, we honestly, that's not us necessarily. We don't know either. There's, you know, things are kind of crazy over here. Um, and yes, people do have guns a lot more places. Like that was the thing that was eye-opening to be like, oh, other places, cops don't
0: even carry guns here. Like it's, sure. it's a very strange and America, thing. you know, brings you up to think America is the greatest, right? And then you go and live in another country and you go, oh, okay, now look, how, I see how we are perceived and now I see it from the other side. And that's why going to travel is so important. Okay. So kids, what we're saying is go travel, go travel places. places. Uh, that's 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 really the real
1: ruse of the show is that the lesson. A lesson. <laughs> if
0: you do simple horror movies yes. we got down to one lesson, it is it is go travel more. Unexpected. This is what
1: Trouble this is where what we aim can. for.
0: Um, so, you know, this yep. segues not at all into the purge, but let's go there. So the, it opens yes. with CCTV yes, footage of violence, and it's uh, most likely some of it's staged, but I'm sure some of it is just actual uh, CCTV footage. Looks like pulled yep. from the headlines. Yeah. There
1: you go. Yep. Um, it's straight up like watching yep. cops or something, right? You know, so you're like, so okay, yep, I think, yep, this is yeah, all and these this purges. this is the element that I think mm-hmm. is
0: interesting, right? Because you have the purge feed. So- they're making it into kind of this Hunger Games kind of situation where the part of the fun of it is watching it if you're not involved in it and that you're going to have. It's the entertainment of it. But also it shows the distance because right away we get the class
1: distinction between those who kind of can't, don't have a safe place to hold up versus those who have like high security systems and stuff like that. So you're seeing it's a different type of person who's in the CCTV You're getting this, I think, kind of straight away from the beginning of the movie, which I really like. You're like, oh, this is a class disparity Mm -hmm. issue from the beginning, looking at it from the Sure.
0: And they make that clear throughout the movie, you know, and that's something that I think Mm -hmm. that, you know, this movie... It's a lot to take on for a horror film, right? These are like big issues that it's 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 weighing on its shoulders, even if you think, okay, it's got this kind of like silly premise. And you're like, actually, it's not that silly. Um, very interesting. So uh, reason, of course, uh, number one, that Terry and I love this movie is that it has our, her friend and mine, Ethan Hawke. All hail. We love him. That was just me touching myself. Love the love listeners did not get to us. see that,
1: but you got to see me just like – Put our hands I put to our mouth. to my heart. I think and touched to our body. Put bodies. my hand to my heart. Yeah, and I put my hand to my mouth <laughs> and then my face and then my heart and That's then my we... body because I was just like, yeah. we love you, Ethan Hawk. If you ever listen to this, just, you know, if someone by some chance gets this, you know, gets this to him. We talk about him a lot on the show. We love Black Phone. We love him. We we love him for the Sinister. Forever. He's amazing. I, reality mm-hmm. Bites. Like, from back in the day, like, we're big Explores fans anyway. is where where um, it begins.
0: Uh, so he is playing in this movie. He has a play, plays a character named James Sandon, who has just found out he's the number one salesman for the security gate company that he works for. So he is pumped when he goes home. So they have a thing.
1: He's a home security salesman, yeah. And then yep, we're all aware.
0: Yep. And they keep talking about all the security it's important so part Mm -hmm. of the deal is but this is interesting right like part of the deal is you put blue flowers on your doorstep if you support the purge so is it supposed to be a kind of thing where if you don't have the blue flowers that you're safe because i would think no but that's supposed to be just like oh if you're putting an american flag out on fourth of july like that kind of thing I feel like it's more than that. It's more like it's almost like
1: my, my brain just went to like trick or treat, which if you don't have a pumpkin out front, like you're like going to get messed up. Oh, okay. Like that means like you're not supportive of it. Like you have to have the flowers out front to be like, we are supportive. We're in solidarity with you. Um, it's like the yellow ribbons. I feel like, you know, like for like veterans kind of thing, like what people that put outside, which I think is interesting because also I feel like as a symbol that I think rings hollow for a lot of people too. They're like, thanks. You're sending us off to war. And we have to go right, fight it right. out, and then you're at home with like a pretty ribbon sure. on your front
0: of your house. But cool, you cool, could look cool. at it from the other side as Thanks. well. Where it, at Halloween, if you have your lights off, it means you don't want to participate, right? You just pass that house by because they're right. not into it, right? So it'd be interesting to look at it. And I don't know enough. I'm sorry if I don't know if, know enough about purge lore. But if you know if you ha- don't have the blue flowers, if you're like playing safe, which would be an interesting idea. I don't think people are that moral though. No. no. Uh, so it just takes place over 12 hours and we meet his family and we have uh, the uh, glorious uh, Lena Headley as his wife Mary and he has his two She's, she's beautiful. You know, and she's playing wow. perfect wife. You she- know it starts out in this kind of Stepford wife kind of gorgeousness
1: Fully. She's wearing heels you guys while she's like working in the kitchen. I was like yeah okay. Like she's definitely stepping into this role and you can tell that they are not probably necessarily they didn't have money the whole time in this marriage like this seems like a newer thing for them just based on how james is kind of talking about it and caring himself you can tell that he's worked his way up in this like company and probably the purge it sounds like has been very beneficial for him and companies that like he would work for it's like you know having a mass company i guess before 2020 and all of a sudden you're like oh we already were doing the thing that everyone needs now now we're in high production and that's kind of what he's living off of and the neighbors are starting to notice too
0: that they uh Kind of have a lot of new things around right. that place. And, ex- and a new extension to their house, a big new extension most notably. So we do get uh, in the background, uh, we're getting the kind of purge uh, news feed throughout the entire film. Uh, we get one with doctors explaining the need for the purge. He says, we are an inherently violent species, and the purge not only contains societal violence to a single evening, but the countrywide catharsis crusade create psychological stability by letting us release the aggression we all have inside us so i would say an interesting theory but then i'm always like purge the day after right because it's now you've you know you know you've killed your neighbor and now that relationship between you and your neighbors are going to be changed forever so it's not like you do this one thing and everything's done there's repercussions to what you do after those 12 hours
1: Oh, for sure. There's a whole, I mean, the fact that they don't offer medical support or police or anything during the whole night. And basically, it's kind of like they have to clean up the like war zone at the end of the night. So it's basically like, uh, I don't know, was like trickling in war. I don't know how to, how to describe it. But it's like getting that little hit. And it's just it is still going to be very messy. They don't they don't talk about the psychological effects so- of that. But the idea is that like you kind of purge and forget. Which is why I think it's kind of got the name right. Purge, right? Because it's like binge purge. You're like letting it go and then you're supposed to just not think about it once it's done. That would be an interesting
0: but, purge movie to do oh. purge the morning after. And it's from the like ambulance points of view that have to go help now after everything that's happened. Just throwing out there out there to the wolves, you know, if anybody wants to. I like it. I like it. <laughs> we mm-hmm. meet Zoe's boyfriend Henry who uh, has been sneaking in and out of her window and they're making out and you know he's trouble and dad knows he's trouble too. And dad does not want her seeing her. Giving me a little bit of like,
1: yeah, it's giving me a little bit of that like um, was like scream vibe with like Billy up mm-hmm. kind of like you know like in, or Johnny Depp in uh, Nightmare on like, Elm Street. A- but
0: this guy's way creepier. <laughs> no,
1: well Skeet which is pretty creepy. Um. Uh, uh, not Skeet, sorry Skeet Yes, yeah, he is creepy. I love him. Sorry, um,
0: I adore him though. But yeah, this guy is not as creepy as that. But he's definitely not and a good boy. dad. Mentions that he's much older than she is, so you have that kind of factor going on as well. But of course they're trying to make it a you know, their son, Charlie, who is a bit of an oddball, who has this little like creepy Heidi space, which I wish I had because if you know me, you know I love a fucking nook and then there would be nothing that makes me happier. I have a little nook like that. <laughs> like so happy.
1: Get this girl a nook dies. Uh, so he he had yeah Julia needs like a, a perfect little hold a burrow in and do. read a book. Oh, <laughs> like it's so a cute. Little... And his creepy doll, yes. and his creepy doll, freaking little, like, what is that called? What is that? It's like a little uh, automated, whatever, remote control it's doll like on, on a, a car, right? A so car. it's a little
0: cart that he has going around, but he's very proud of it. He's built it, and it has night vision, and it, play, it has lights, and it can play music. And so he's showing you all this to his mom. I was like, oh, that's going to be like, used oh, later. Well, here we go. It's yeah. uh, Chekhov's uh, creepy little doll cart. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, there was so much exposition. I was like, oh, exposition news section, exposition doll thing. I was like, all these things.
0: I was like, these are all sure. going to come back later. I cannot but wait They're also all trying to ba- build a kind of a big world within a small world, if you know what I mean. So this is, they're trying to yes. let you know what's going on in the outside of these four walls that we're not really going to get out of. So exactly. they go into uh have just to have dinner, which doesn't go very well. And then they go into lockdown. So they have these giant metal gates that roll down on all the windows. They have a billion monitors all over their house that will show them inside and outside of their house. No, just outside. Uh, right. Do they have inside ones, too? No, because they can't. They can't they ever had- find each other. So do they have.
1: No, that's why the kid has the Timmy. That's his Charlie's uh, Charlie's little doll on a cart thing. Um, remote doll. So that's why he has Timmy. I think that's what gives us the eyes inside the house. So we're going to get eyes inside the house from that. But
0: yeah, that he doesn't have cameras in the house. They need more cameras the in the house. Question that I have a little bit about this. Like I understand that uh, you know the whole with these with these steel gates, you are more or less making the whole house a panic room, right? But I'm like why yes. do you not just have a literal panic room? Just go in and where nobody can, like, it's like a time code thing where you can't. It seemed like they did that too, though, because they had the room within the
1: room, right? The room with their were But they, they were just came in and out of
0: that room. Had, like, the but, padlock. Like, it was, that door was never yeah. locked. So, like, just go into a little panic room and don't come out. That seems like the best. I, so, that was, like, the one of the big things. But you
1: know, horror movie tip, you can tell everybody to stay in a place.
0: But I You know, would. Julia, you know what they're going to do? I-
1: they got going to break up the party because that's what the people do in a scary movie and you know they're going to do it. It's a, a horror ton. movie. I
0: understand that and I can't be itchy about it, but I'm just saying I'm the person that like if I was running away from Jason and I went in a cabinet, I would stay in that cabinet all fucking night. Like I'm not going to move because the more yeah. I move, the more likely yeah. I'm going to be caught. So I'm like, I'm just staying, staying here. One place. Yeah. Just like breathe as little as possible.
1: Like, yeah. be so quiet, like a little tiny, tiny mouse. Um, but they've also, you know, they have guns in the house, too, just in case. So, yeah, it's his extra precaution. But they're so they're um, so genteel um,
0: about their guns, right? Like Ethan Hawke is so there's so upper class about it. It's very unconcerned, disconcerting.
1: Well, it's a matter of just, like, everyone has them there. This is, like, you know, this this level of America. And it's almost to that. And honestly, I remember just during, like, the beginning of, like, 2020 seeing, like, the lines around the gun stores in Burbank were, like, a wrapped oh. around the block. Everyone was, like, buying guns. And so I just, I feel like um, it's just kind of, you know, they're just, it's a matter of fact. They, they're protected at the house. But I love how Mary is asking James, you know, the parents are, like, She's like, well, can people break in? Like, will this will we be safe in here? And he's like, well, nothing's you know impenetrable. Like, it's like we're doing we do our best. I sold all these people the security systems, so basically, kind of their fate of their family though rests on everyone's security systems holding up for that sure. night too, because he's literally sold everyone in that community um, a security. So the stakes are very it's high. Because I don't feel like do okay I don't tonight. feel like we
0: ever get that feeling that he has that weight on his shoulders that. The, his not only is his life dependent on this security system, but also the lives of all of his neighbors as well. Like he seems, I think his wife gets it, but he
1: seems like I just sold the most. Look at me, I just sold all these security systems. I'm winning, and your his wife's like, oh god, oh god, like you've literally put a target on her back. By doing this and living in this community, yeah, oh God, for
0: sure. Like, um, so we there's another mm-hmm. newscast that said uh, on the flip side, saying that the purge is really about elimination of the poor, the needy, the sick, those unable to defend themselves, eradication of the so-called non-contributing members of society. So they think it's really about money. So it's like a
1: eugenics <sighs> thing. Um, to cl- yeah, it's super gross, and it, I hate it. Yeah, that was that got me too because I just. Again, I'm sorry. I keep bringing about 2020. I know it's like whatever. Going we don't to trauma. Think about it's it, okay but it's like, to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, <laughs> but like that's exactly what it just felt like that. I was like, oh, this is like when they were finally like, oh, everyone just go out. Like, who cares? Like, we don't want to be on lockdown. And I'm like, oh my god, there's all these people that are gonna die because no one wants to take care of people and this is really bad Mm -hmm. and Mm
0: -hmm. yeah so uh henry our our creepy boyfriend has snuck in uh while they were eating dinner so now he is in with the family whether they like it or not for the next 12 hours locked in yes not a good idea so charlie who we know is very nervous about all of the things going on and he sees on the security cameras outside that there is a bloody stranger on the street who is calling for help and no one is helping him and and so Charlie decides to let him in, which is where the whole crux of everything that's going to happen for this evening begins right here with this decision.
1: The inciting incident is which right is, now. This is the inciting is incident. Which is compassion, which yeah. is
0: kindness, right? Mm-hmm. This is the thing that leads yep. to all this violence, which I think is very interesting. Well,
1: because it's, you know, they're, yeah, it's the yin yang, right? And so um, he lets him in and for better or worse and the family Freaks out, of course, understandably. They're like, why would you do this? But Charlie, there's something in his heart that he just, he keeps asking. He's also at the beginning of the film, he's been asking questions kind of like, why do we do it? Why don't you and dad do it? You know, like asking his parents about like why they're not participating in the same way that other people might. And so he's seeing that good. And like you talked about that kind of class distinction too, of like there's some people that are able to protect themselves and some people who can't. And he doesn't understand why not everybody has that opportunity. So you can see that he opened his heart in his home this way. But... Um, shortly thereafter, a bunch of people all of a sudden show up on their lawn, and they are the creepiest motherfuckers you ever did see. Um, except everyone's wearing masks, except this one
0: guy. But is, they're all their faces, all their masks, like they this guy's do. Face. So, which is which is great. Yeah. And this is great that this has become one of the like Halloween masks. Is this kind of mask? Mm-hmm. Um, so these are. I mean, the best I can describe them is you have an Ivy League kid who is leading a bunch of like manson esque people. Like, like a young Republicans club from Harvard. Yeah, the, like the, it feels the, like, do you know, like show but up and the guys at your house. are like that, but the girls mm-hmm. aren't like that. The girls are very manson y, right? The girls are very like giggly white dresses, like having fun. Like they went to the sorority and they decided to team okay. up with these guys.
1: It's still that too. No, it's, it's still like, very that. Yeah, yeah, creepy, yeah. The quiet girls creepy villains, mm-hmm. right? Super creepy villains because they look like, quote unquote, the good kids. They have that energy about them where like they should be like they're the clean cut. We are the clean cut, young, educated. We are fine, young, educated folks. That's what they Mm -hmm. talked about. Right. And they want to violate,
0: annihilate and cleanse their souls. And they say, we don't want to kill our own. All you got to do is send out this stranger who they had to. They seemed they lost because Henry came down. Henry told Zoe that he wanted to talk to her dad. Really? He's going to come down to kill her dad, and he has a gun. And so, uh, very quickly, James and him have a little shootout where James shoots, kills Henry. Uh, But James is 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 okay; he gets grazed, and he's all right. So, in the ruckus of this, the stranger has escaped and is now somewhere in their palatial house. And this is when having a huge house becomes such a downside. Like, there's so many places someone could hide in my house. So, you know, when you're there's yes. too many rooms which is like you know a haunted house so have a house not yeah. too big horror movie yeah. guide tip sometimes a mansion is not always a good thing because you think about the haunting or something where you have these giant places all these places to hide what if you lived in like a modest house where not so many people could hide yeah and where it's easier to like check all the rooms so that's our horror movie tip
1: get it at a house not so big and okay. or just have cameras in so, every fucking room Right. But also, mm, I don't, anyway, I don't like any of that either. Um, they don't have to. A, well, I mean,
0: it depends on oh, well, the situation. Oh, sure. But I mean, like they don't, they don't have to be on all, all year. Just like on, what? <laughs> Just for the purge. <laughs> that just got to. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Revealed
1: too much. Okay, so, you, so. <laughs> um, back to – I love you too. So these kids basically demand that they send the homeless man out that they have given sanctuary to um, in exchange for the rest of the family to James. And so this is the deal, the terrible deal that he's they've basically made. Basically, this one homeless man's life um, for his family. And uh, – James is like, well, uh, let's get this homeless guy out of here. And he decides he wants to get him out because he'd rather keep his family. And he's clearly coming from a place of being terrified that these guys are going to come in, because, and then his wife, that's when him and his wife also talk about, like, could these people really break in? He's like, yeah, absolutely. There's, like, 101 ways they can probably get in here. They can, you know, smoke us out, burn us out, um, you know, get a battering ram. Like, there's a lot of things they could do to break down our
0: security So there really is no way to be impenetrable, which he says, and this is something that he's kind of sold to everybody that doesn't actually exist. So James goes to say, you know, there's a lot of, as we know in horror movies, so I have a guy tip, please don't split up. But, of course, this movie is going to be nothing with splitting up. So uh, we First, they're going to leave Charlie and Mom in the video room while James goes to look for uh, the the guy. And Zoe's upstairs with Henry while Henry is dying. Uh, so Charlie is trying to lead the stranger to his hiding place because he knows there is going to be safe. Nobody can find it. So he's using his little Timmy to to flash him. You know, his little headlights. He's flashing around. So he gets him to the hidey hole. So stranger's in the hidey
1: hole, feeling like he's kind of safe. And mom ends up, of course, we have like those fun little like, oh my gosh, someone's right there behind you. Like, because the power's out in the house because the kids have knocked out the power. Um, And so he's like trying to, um, you know, try to keep quiet in the hidey hole, but it's hard. And so, but mom walks right by him. We have that little missed connection moment. But of course, now that Zoe, she's gone through a massive trauma as well, um, of seeing her boyfriend basically pass away in front of her very eyes. So she decides. You know, but it's purge day, so anything could happen. And she told him, she's like, dude, do not go talk to my dad. It will not go well for you. And was she right? She was right, but she didn't know he had a gun. Like she She thought he really was just going to go talk to him. But as an audience member, though, we knew. I was like, as soon as he was
0: like, I'm here, I was like, oh, fuck, he's going to try to kill her dad. I think he would pull the gun immediately. I thought he really would try to talk huh. to him. And then if it went badly, no, you decided he was going to do it right away. Okay. So they gives him- an idiot boy. I'm sorry. I was like, he's going to try it right away. He's <laughs> so, so our, our, our <laughs> villains have just dis- had given them a time limit to, to get this guy out and which they have not. And so uh, the leader comes up and in the midst of talking to him, his, one of his uh, teammates come up and he shoots his friend. And he's like, hey, this is what I'm going to be willing to do for my friend. I don't even know you. So imagine what I'm going to do to you. And I have to admit, that's a pretty fucking psycho move. Like you really would be instead of like, oh, God, that guy was on his side. Psycho killer. It's going to say. Yep. Uh, We got to run,
1: run, run. Yes, we got to run. And he's he's ready to do it. That literally, I think, propels him at that moment to the adrenaline. He was already looking for this guy frantically. Now he's like, OK, I got to get real serious and intentional and find this motherfucker now because these guys are about to come in here. I want to protect my family. And so his like f- fight to want to protect his family gets kicked into the next gear. Zoe also tries to move into the Heidi space. Does not go well because then all of a sudden we're going to get a little moment because we're going to find our stranger now. And now that we found him. He's got Zoe as a hostage. So now you've got a
0: hostage situation out front and a hostage situation inside your house. What do you do? Uh, they have a big confrontation. Uh, Zoe's knocked unconscious uh, and James shoots the stranger uh, They, uh, who has already been shot. He shoots him again and now they tie him up and put him up in a chair. And so James is making Mary help him do this and she's horrified and she is, because James and he's making him torture him, too, to try to get him in this chair. Like, it's super fucked up with, like, a letter cutter I know, and stuff, but, too. but, you know, the horrible thing about it is, like, I see it from James's side as well. Where if you had to make this choice yeah. where it's this stranger you don't know or my family, there is no choice to make. And so that's the right path, she, you know, he's on. But she's like, this is a human. We are doing these horrible things to another human. Which is, of course, what this whole movie is about, right? Like, you shouldn't – obviously, please don't kill anybody because that's a horrible thing to do. Um but it's this, you know, whose side are you on, really? And I think both sides are kind of valid in this movie, which is what's fucked up about it. Well, just because of the extenuating
1: circumstances, they're given circumstances. If there wasn't a purge and then we weren't, like, so, like, you know, violence-hungry and, like, needing this thing, this wouldn't even right. be a problem. But because it is the, the the framework of this world that they're in, they're questioning the framework of the world that they're in basically this mm-hmm. whole time, right? So – um, you know, through a tussle, kind of in bargaining of, of each one of them, like, you know, he's like, all, you know, um, Charlie walks away, mom freak leaves Leaves James, and, and Zoe basically is kind of done with it. They each kind of leave the room, and James is left with the stranger, basically. And the stranger finally goes, You can just send me out there, man. Like, this, obviously, your family means a lot to you, kind of a thing. And he's willing to sacrifice himself. And in that moment of him being willing to sacrifice himself, James finally goes, No, wait, dude, hold on. I cannot do that either like he finds his heart in the midst of that too and so it's kind of like a domino effect of each one of them finding their heart and compassion in the midst of this terrible terrible situation and they're kind of willing to like if we don't let the, you know let him out these people are going to come in we got to figure out what to do. So then we get the most awesome montage of them suiting up, getting all their all their, you know like guns in order and getting their stuff ready. And like you know James teaching Charlie how to shoot. He's like, "Okay, son, this is what you got to do. Basically, if they come in, this is what you got. Here you are. Here's your Heidi spot. Here's another Heidi spot. Like they 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 try to figure it out. He should
0: have just gone back to his actual Heidi spot, which is a much better Heidi spot than the Heidi spot he goes to, which is the basement. But uh here we are 100 uh so uh, james is getting increasingly uh more intense and increasingly hotter i have to say i know it's (laughs) i I know it's fucked up but he's he's so fucking intense he's like looking around with the gun and i'm like damn fucking ethan hawk jesus it's because he's handling the business and he does get
1: more intense and it's also like okay you not only sell home securities but i'm like i feel like i was like you're a security guy do you know what I mean? They're like his tactical, like security man, like Spidey scent stuff, like just kicked in all of a sudden and he is ready for it. Um, and yeah, it is very, very hot. <laughs> so. <We're> so weird. <laughs> I would, I'm sure, I think though. they did it on purpose. They yeah. meant for us to find it hot. Don't I mean, act no, like that's like, not why they hired Ethan hot.
0: Sure. And then he's, like, losing layers of clothing throughout the movie, right? He comes in a blazer, and then he's, like, a button-up, and then he's a white t-shirt. But we always know, in a horror movie, always gonna wear white because, you know, blood shows up so well on that white t-shirt. Doesn't it, though? Beautiful. So Chef's he, kissy, chef kissy, chef kiss. Gorgeous. So yeah. he, yes, decides they're gonna take on this group of kids. The kids immediately pull one of the doors down, like, no problem at all. You're like, oh. Just smash the windows. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No problem. Disarmed. Here we go. Not a problem. They're in. in. And so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the freaks are inside the house. One of them finds Charlie and almost shoots him. But dad uh, gets there just in time. And now dad is on the fucking warpath. Uh, he is shooting and axing people by, uh, with no mercy. There is a, a pool room s- battle scene that is uh, tremendous. The pool
1: table moment is beautiful. There's an ax involved, kids. Yeah. There's a pool table. There's a pool ball being smashing some guy's head to get him off at of Ethan Hawke, which is just super hot. Um <laughs> and uh i know and then we got like crazy no mask guy though he was like wandering upstairs and he had found zoe as well in the midst of all this kind of fighting stuff it was like or saw pictures of her and were like save her for me so you're like oh these guys are predators in that way too it's very gross Adding that layer as any well any crime
0: is okay can be anything yeah, you want so you yeah, know that's going just, on so uh, yeah ethan gets found by the leader and is uh, stabbed pretty bad by him uh, and tells him, your skull, soul has been cleansed and you've purged. Uh, kisses, and he kisses kiss. him on the forehead. Yeah. It's the kiss on the forehead for me that really does it. And I have a feeling that was not in the script and the guy just did it, And I'm, sh- which makes it even better because gross. Because it's gross. I mean, that ca- the character is so, so disgusting because you know that he walks away, he would walk away from this evening and be fine. There would be no guilt there would be no whatever like he would yeah because it falls underneath him but he's the the, the extremist the
1: extreme like religious zealot right like that it just feels like because I've been absolved because of our founding the power of our founding fathers and like blessed be and all that stuff he buys into all the rhetoric and he uses it to get his yeah for his will it's it's gross
0: so they also catch Mary and they are about to kill her as well they're also uh tickling her as they're holding her down to be killed which is a layer of awful that I'd never thought about. And that's
1: great. Extra that part too. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Cause like they're getting like a, a fucked up delight, like and trying to make her laugh before she dies. Yeah. This is so weird. That is like beyond. That's like a totally a next level of just disgustingness. But in the midst of all that, there's like machetes, you know, like I mean, it's just it's it's getting really, really scary. But then the Halversons come in and kill the attackers. Yeah, and-, and they were the people that earlier in the movie that had talked shit kind of about them, about the Sandens,
0: but they're there to, to rescue right now, and it's, it's feeling good. Yeah, an unexpected rescue. Mom and Charlie find Dad, who we know is not in good shape. Uh, and we uh, Zoe ends up killing the leader. Everybody is going to band together now, however we think uh, that they have been saved. But actually, no, no, the neighbors are there to kill them. How they, yeah, they stand in because they've been
1: flaunting their wealth. You guys got that whole thing, you got all this money off of us. You guys need to go. You guys are basically our purge. And so they circle them. But what they didn't count on, what they didn't realize was it's still in the house, is Bloody Stranger.
0: Yeah. Um, the man
1: that they had rescued earlier is still with them, and he is able to bring out a gun and stop the neighbors from massacring his
0: new savior friends. Um, yeah, he holds sandals. he holds a gun to the neighbor's head, and he leaves it up to Mary. He's like, "I'll shoot her if you want me to, or I won't. You decide." And I think it's so, you know so fascinating that Mary says no because like there's so much rage in realizing what's happening, and like while her husband is dead on the floor, and her children are like traumatized, uh, but also they she just saved her, so it's this kind of now she's indebted to her as well. So yeah, Please. so she says no. She says don't kill him. But they only have a few, a few little while before the purge is over. So they are going to sit down at the dinner table and just wait. They're going to sit there and just wait. I want it to be nice. I just want it to be nice. We're going to have a nice time. I want it to be quiet
1: and calm when we like wait it out. So um, she ends up talking with them and asking about, oh, hey, so how was how was your purge party? Uh, how how did that go? The purge um, party I wasn't
0: invited to. Pointedly. pointedly.
1: Yep, yep, yep. 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 Neighbors. Uh, everything okay?
0: And um. And that through
1: a little bit of scruffle and some of the tomfoolery, uh, Grace, the neighbor tries to say something, but Mary knocks her swiftly in the face as a reaction. So she, she go, goes for the gun is
0: what she goes yeah. for. So that's but she butts her in the face with the yeah, butts her in the face and uh, stops it. And then the purge is over. Uh, the strangers leave, the neighbors leave. And there we are left with three people, a uh, dead father on the floor and three people that will never be the same again. And like, uh, you know, it's a it's a Julia kind of ending, to be honest. It's you have the the, the hero of the piece and the star that you're like, there's no way they're going to kill Ethan Hawk fucking dead on the floor. And then you have three people who are totally broken. I'm like, yeah, that's a Julia ending if there ever has one. <laughs> Bad people
1: broken at the end. Julia's favorite. I love okay. it. I, I love just wrote it. that for you. You're welcome. Thank you. So, Yes. So That's kind of how it goes, you know, and then you get you hear like, I guess it's like the wrap up of like, thank you for your sacrifice and like the purge another successful year, blah, 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 kind of a thing. And you're just like, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. This is bleak. 2022. And I was like, is 2022 that bleak in the past now?
0: Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> hey man, dystopian tracks, fun to be on. Let's do our gore factor. One, not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two, a puddle of blood. Three, enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four is a bathtub of blood. Five is run for the barf bag. That is a five, my friend. This movie is bloody as fuck. I love it. There's lots of machete, lots of machete, lots of cutting, lots of killing, lots shooting. of stabbing.
1: Yeah, there's, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty all in there. Um, chainsaws, one of your desperate, two barely qualifies as a horror film, three seen not seen better, four not too shabby, and five fantastic I give The Purge a five. It's my first time watching it and it disturbed the crap out of
0: me. And what a time to watch it. Wow. Okay. Um, interesting because I also gave this movie a five. So this is all <gasps> around five. Ding ding ding. Ding, 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 um, ding, ding, ding. But here's the interesting thing about it. So I went to go see this movie when it came out in 2013 because I mm-hmm. love Ethan Hawk. And yes. The and the premise is so good, and I was like, "This is one of the best premises I've heard for a horror movie in a really long time," and I was really intrigued. And I was so disappointed in the movie because it was just a home invasion movie. So I'm envisioning seeing the world in fucking chaos, right? Or seeing the nation right. in fucking chaos, where it's just you're seeing everything that's going on all night because that's the visual you have in your head when you when you right. hear this premise. And so it's, like, it's just a, fuck, a fucking home invasion. What the fuck? So I was really upset and I really didn't like it. And I was like, oh, and then I watched this. and I'm like, okay, I know what it is this time, right? So I'm going in Uh knowing what this movie is. And now I'm like, okay, actually, I really like it because it not only takes on this, you know, these big, you know, societal American questions, but also... I like movies that are only in one location, and I like movies where it's just people in rooms talking. Which I was is like, yeah, you're like is. Andre. Like my dinner with Andre is like your
1: shit. So yeah. like this is like you're so, getting closer to that. Yeah, so here. I was like,
0: actually, this is kind of the kind of movie I like. And although some characters make stupid choices because this is a horror movie, a lot of it's quite smart. So uh, I think that. Yeah. You know, and I you and- also understand their perspective because
1: it's not like they're stupid, quote unquote, choices, but they're not like ungrounded in like their, you get their given circumstances and who they are as characters and why they make those choices that they do.
0: I guess so. It's a lot of the splitting up that bothers me because I'm like, if you're looking for someone, like, like you keep looking for Zoe and I'm like, she's going to come to the room with the videos eventually. Like, just stay yeah. there. That seems like yeah. that's your like family place where you gather. Um, So that, yeah, a little bit. And I have seen, one of the sequels and I, and I hear, I haven't seen it. I don't know how many there are now a lot, but I, mm-hmm. I feel like they as what I've heard is they keep getting closer to what I'm looking for, yeah. where it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger, where you're seeing more of the anarchy that's going on through the city, which is what I want. Cause that's, you know, that's a cool, it's a cool premise. So the purge, there you go. Yeah. All around fives. Loved it. Loved it. You give was us fantastic. And you give us our Ethan and we're happy, happy bunnies. Give us ethan dystopia 2022
1: i mean p- future past all the good stuff all the good
0: stuff yeah i'm a, um, I'm and, a little bummed we didn't watch this last year to be actually in 2022. i'm like i just fucking missed it man i just by a few days but here we are i uh, didn't i didn't know i didn't know
1: um but i'm glad we did and um, i didn't realize that was the future they were projecting into them like that just really made it like land in such a fucked up weird way too i was just like well here we are um But I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode. We love you so much. You can follow us on all the things on the internet, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, We have a Patreon, Horror Movies Movies Survival Guide. Um, You can check us out there or you can also get some merch at our Teespring store. We love you. We appreciate
0: you. And we'll talk with you more about another scary movie next week. I can't wait. Yes, please do share. Uh, We're, you know, we're always looking for new listeners. So if you have a friend that you think might like the podcast or if you retweet us, that is always a great thing. If you rate us, review us. R- rate the platforms yeah, yeah. Go, go give us a review because especially on apple podcast it really gives us a, a nice bouncing help i heard you can review on spotify now too so yes, do that we're on Thanks, all guys. the things on pandora and our heart radio like the whole thing so wherever you're listening from give us a rating and, and that would really be great we adore you disco citizens have a wonderful week we will talk to you next week toodaloo and goodbye toodaloo. thank you for listening Horror Movie Survival Guide is independently produced by Terry Gamble, Julia Marchesi, and Sierra Rhine. Hey, that's me. If you would like to support the show, find us on Patreon.com slash Horror Movie Survival Guide.